on Friday, June 22nd, 2007. It was an otherwise calm day to start. It was described by those who lived it as serene, but too serene. Many remember that day where birds were chirping, mosquitoes were buzzing, and the familiar softly rhythmic but nearly continuous rumble of low and deep thunder was one of the only signs of danger. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. Then it happened. This Day in Weather History. The Eli Manitoba tornado was an F5 that struck the town in the province of Manitoba, only 40 kilometers west of Winnipeg. Today, we look back on a real piece of Canadian weather history. For logistical reasons, this was the first and last F5 tornado to ever be recorded in Canada. But it's not an open and shut case. Quick tutorial. An F5 tornado is the most powerful tornado in the Fujita intensity scale, packing winds that exceed 420 kilometers per hour. Now, they would account for less than 1% of all tornadoes in the world, and until 2007, none had ever been officially recorded in the country of Canada. On June 22nd, Canada's first F5 tornado touched down around what would normally be dinner time and still three hours from sundown just north of the Trans-Canada Highway near Eli, Manitoba, which is situated about 40 kilometers west of the city of Winnipeg. It was not a particularly massive tornado, and it didn't last long. But as we know with weather catastrophes, it's not how it opens, but how it finishes. The very localized tornado was a hefty 300 meters wide, and it did stay on the ground for about 35 minutes, but... From beginning to end, the tornado traveled only six and a half kilometers. But, like a running back looking for a hole upfield, its meandering motion actually doubled the distance it physically traveled before, eventually, and finally lifting into the air. Its top wind speed was estimated between 420 and 510 kilometers per hour, bringing it well within the parameters of F5 territory. Miraculously, there were no fatalities or even serious injuries. Many residents were out of town attending a high school graduation ceremony, and those who were home, well, they knew exactly what to do, seeking shelter in basements and placing mattresses over their heads. Its mighty winds literally sandblasted the bark off trees and severed utility poles as if they were nothing at all. Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider. But there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. But oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. The tornado picked up an entire house and carried it a few hundred meters through the air, where it exploded. Streets and nearby fields were littered with debris from trashed buildings. Winds pushed two semi-trailers off the highway, leaving one truck twisted and mangled a few hundred meters away, dropped in the middle of a field. An eyewitness video of the actual funnel revealed the following harrowing events. The entire frame of a home 
was torn from its anchorage and thrown through the air like a wobbly football. It lifted a three-quarter ton full-sized van high into the air and then spit it out of the funnel like a bullet. This is the kind of stuff that when you see it in movies, most people go, oh, come on, there's no way that would happen in real life. According to data from the University of Winnipeg, the province of Manitoba normally sees between seven and 10 tornadoes every year. So suffice it to say, eight tornadoes in one weekend is highly unusual. Now this is where the Eli tornado was strange and why several months passed before authorities at Environment Canada upgraded the tornado from an F4 to an F5. Ladies and gentlemen, here now is our chief of meteorology, Mr. Chris Scott. And the thing that made this rated so high as an F5 was actually there's a little vehicle, there's a cube van, it looks very small in the image, but on the right side of the, tor of the tornado you can see a cube van getting flung it's way up in the air, just gets flung off into the distance. And we knew that based on that, 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 that force, it had to be of this strength. To get a big van like that to be tossed so far, you knew that this was a very strong tornado. And now for a unique take is world explorer and host of a number of television shows, most noteworthy being Angry Planet, Mr. George Karunas. This tornado wasn't huge. It wasn't a big wedge across the horizon. It was a rather slender, skinny tornado that you might think is weak compared to something that was larger. But you can have big tornadoes that are weak, but you can also have small tornadoes that are very strong. And that's exactly what happened here in Eli, Manitoba. And it happened on June 22, 2007. This day in weather history. Tomorrow is June 23rd. And this marks a tornado event that had me on the edge of my seat from start to finish. Because members of my family were there and therefore directly affected by the events of the Midland tornado in 2010. I'll see you tomorrow on this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.